Welcome to Put a Word on It, a podcast presented by Men of Valor. In each episode, we're going to talk with a different man, but each one with a unique journey from brokenness to freedom. I'm your host, Rudy Kalis. I spent over 40 years as a TV sportscaster, then retired and joined the Men of Valor program as a volunteer. So join the conversation. Reconciling men to God, their families and society. Welcome to Put a Word on It, brought to you by Sage Spring Wealth Partners. We thank them so much for their kind contribution and help to this program. We hope you had yourselves a great summer, and we're back. And I'll tell you what, you can tell around me, we're in a new studio setting. A wonderful opportunity to expand with new cameras and do more things that are wonderful opportunities for us to share them with you. The beauty of this is, it's a young man on staff who did a lot of this work, Daniel Wise. That loves his electronics, loves putting this together. It's put a big smile on his face. He has a unique talent. The beauty is that all of us have a talent. He did all along, but in many ways, he had to go through hardship to find out how blessed he was. Daniel, this is really pretty interesting. I mean, have you got a background in uh, electronics and in media preparation and such? Uh, no, just some uh, personal hobby stuff that I've done at home, you know, I, I just piddling here and there, you know, I mean, I've always been good with computers, but as far as the media and video and audio stuff, it's just kind of a new I thing. I love the stuff that you get. We've got new cameras in here, got new monitors and such, mm -hmm. all of that. And you, you set up the floor. You said it took a couple of months to do it. Yeah. Yeah. We had, uh, with the help of some guys here, uh, in the program, uh, another staff member, we just tackled it, uh, jumped in and just put our creative itch to, to use, you know, has that always been as a, as a kid growing up? Were you always inquisitive, always wanting to look for these new these projects of things to do? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I love building. I love just creating. What kind of a kid were you growing up? Oh, goofy. Why? Really goofy. I like that, though. Yeah, I was the, the <laughs> class clown. I don't know. I just love to laugh. You know, it really helps people break the defenses down and just opens up, you know, it just helps people open up to you. Was it to get attention from people and then make them feel good? Or was it the natural guy inside of you? I think there was some both, a little bit of both in there. You know, there were some times where it was just me, but then other times I, I do feel like I definitely used it as a defense, you know. You're a Nashville kind of a guy. You spent a good part of your life here, went to a local high school here in town. Any mm -hmm. brothers and sisters? Tell me about family. Uh, so I've got two brothers one i've only met one of them uh we all have the same father different mothers uh one of them i do know he lives in florida now he's an awesome guy we're we've uh, i didn't meet him till i was 18. Uh, we started uh rekindling. did you know about him i did i knew about him as a child i'd heard about him i think i remember even seeing him at one point uh but we didn't connect until many years later when i was 18 over uh, facebook of all places wow so two brothers, mm -hmm. that's, that's, and mom and dad, were they together? Uh, I mean, of course you said different brothers with different moms, but uh, family setting for when you were growing up. For, my, for me personally, no. I mean, my dad was around uh, periodically. He was kind of in and out of the home most of the time. My mom has always been consistent in there for me. You've <clears> gone <throat> through the Men of Valor program, so mm -hmm. somewhere along there, that fun-loving guy must have had had some things happen in his life. What happened? Yeah, so uh, like I said, Dad was in and out, but the times that Dad was in, it uh, wasn't great. Uh, he was a pastor, but he was also an alcoholic. Uh, so he had this facade in front of 
the public eye, but went behind closed doors. He was abusive, uh, drunk most of the time. Uh, and so I just, I grew up in a lot of uh, traumatic environments, you know, being around him and it was just, uh, yeah, not ideal for a child. Do you think he spent more energy towards the congregation presenting the right stuff? And then it was like when I got off of the pulpit back home, I can be who I am. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I mean, it, it's it's always been two. I've always had two dads in a sense of whoever he was in the public eye. And then whenever he uh, would come home, you know, it's very stern, very strict, uh, iron fist. Uh, but then it got that iron fist got a little heavier when he got drunk. Did it make you want to run away from God? Or Absolutely. I did. How? I saw as if that's what God turns a man into, I don't want anything to do with it. Not at all. How did it manifest itself? How did it grow? How did you wind up being incarcerated? <laughs> um, series of uh, very bad decisions. Um, alcoholism since I was 15. Kind of took in the footsteps of my dad. As far as hard as I tried to fight being who he was, I just for some reason, I, I think me running so hard away from it turned me into him. Um, and so I just started getting in trouble, uh, you know, Ended up dropping out of high school in the 10th grade, uh, running with the wrong crowd. Um, and I think eventually it all just kind of caught up to me. I started doing drugs when I was uh, 21, 22 years old. Um, it was in 2013. My father actually burned down the house that I was living in with my mother and I while we were in it. Um, and that This is kinda, documented? Yes. Wow. And uh, so that kind of set me into a spiral of, um, of depression and, and drug use. <clears throat> Had a lot of insurance money at the time, you know, after, after all that happened. So yeah, I'm running around wild with a bunch of money. And my, my mind is just, is just sporadic. It's crazy. I have no idea what I'm doing with my life. And uh, I just started filling it with drugs and alcohol and women and, and trouble and uh, by the time I was 27, I was on the run from the law. Um, For what? Selling? No. So uh, I got aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. Oh, there you go. Um, I, uh, yeah, I ended up pulling a loaded pistol on, on someone in traffic. Um, middle of the day. Just road rage? Road rage. Just no, no regard for anyone around me. Like the, the, In my world, the only person that mattered was me. There's more and more of that now. And I'm real concerned, careful when I'm driving. I don't want to switch lanes. Hope I don't want to cut somebody off. Society has a lot of that going on right now. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Let me ask you about, from your father's standpoint, do you think there was a lot of embarrassment? Look what my son is doing to the name that we put together as a preacher, hmm. that you were an embarrassment to him? Uh, no, I, don't, I wouldn't say so much an embarrassment. I could I could see where that could have crossed his mind at some point, uh, but he wasn't around long enough in any congregation or any any uh, community long enough to really even care about that himself. Mm. You know, he would he'd be in, put on the good show, make a somewhat name for himself, and then disappear. Wow! How long were you incarcerated? I was incarcerated off and on four years, four years. here in Nashville. When did God come back into this? I was twenty nine. 
Well, I tell you, let me back up just a little bit. A buddy of mine yeah. dropped a Bible off at my house before I had gotten arrested. And uh, I had a court date and all this. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to take this Bible with me. And the girl I was with at the time, she was like, what are you taking that for? You don't need that. Um, crazy. One of those God sightings, right? So I got a court date, go to it, get out. They rescheduled me for, uh, I think, 526 was the court date. Uh, so I... I was walking away from the courthouse and I just happened to open that Bible. I was like, let me see, what's this number 526, right? Just random, who knows, just a prompting, right? Opened it up and in big letters, it's just my name, Daniel. It's the first book of the, of the uh, first page of the book of Daniel. And I'm just like, I could close the book real fast. And I'm like, oh, yo, <laughs> okay, that's a little little creepy for me. But that started as it's that seed planted, you know? And now I know it was him calling me by name. And as I progressed through my, my journey of being incarcerated and, uh, and being around people in, in the prison who just spoke God to me, Hey man, this is, this is what you're doing wrong. This is, this is who can heal you. This is who can save you. This is who can bring you back to where you want to be. Um, God came into my life and, and in a cell, um, and, he just broke down. He showed me my life. He showed me, do you want this death and this destruction that you've had? Or do you want all the good things that I have for you? You know, because I have good memories as a child. I had good memories growing up. I had good memories. Even in the midst of my addiction, I had good memories. I had my first son, you know, in 2015. He was born in the midst of my addiction. Uh, but he was a, a, a light in the middle of the darkness. And God shone that light hard on him in the, in the moment that I gave my life to Christ. A lot of times you hear God can't use you greatly unless he's allowed you to be hurt greatly, to put mm -hmm. a depth inside of you that understands the past. I mean, what you're doing now, you came out and you went through Men of Valor's program, and I see this guy in front of me with his back, this natural sort of a smile about him now. Do you think everything that happened to you was for a purpose to get you ready to do what you're doing now? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, God showed me how to be a father by not allowing me to have a good one. He's shown me how to lead men by by becoming one that I shouldn't be, you know, and he's shown me how to just be a husband and, and a leader of my family, which I'm so grateful for my beautiful wife and my, my, my two kids. And we've got one on the way. And so <laughs> that's so exciting. But yeah, he's just shown me so many things by, by allowing me to be in, in the mess and to, to, to really help me appreciate what I have. Wow. I just love it. With wonderful wife and children as you've done in your life. You know, the program has put a word on it. Have you got a word yes. for me? Yeah. Jesus. Whoa. Simple. Jesus. Straightforward. Just Jesus. Yeah. Um, yeah, First Corinthians six uh, says that we've been washed, sanctified, and justified by the name of Jesus and by the Spirit of God. And man, you know, before he mentions that, he talks about all these sins that these people were committing and being thieves and greedy and immoral. And it's, and, and he says, and you were some of them. And I know that was me. I was some of them. But by the name of Jesus, man, I have been washed and justified and sanctified and I am free. Such a straightforward name and such a straightforward commitment. God bless you, my friend. Thank you. God I bless love you. that smile. <laughs> 
Well, let me put a word on it. I mean, what can I say? Jesus is the word. It's the first time in three years that we've had someone just very openly, honestly, just say, he's my Lord and he's the key word for me. Daniel's got a huge career ahead of him. He's got a wonderfully blessed young man who's gonna add a great deal to the program and do so much for his life and for his family, all from a past that taught him all these things through hardship. Thanks for joining us. Join us again next time as we put a word on it. You've been listening to Put a Word on It. We would love for you to subscribe wherever you download fine podcasts. You can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, or Spotify. Put a Word on It is brought to you by Men of Valor. To learn more, go to movministry.com.